Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, ear jockeys. Big news. We are coming to America for D&D Live 2019, The Descent, which is happening between May 17th to the 19th in Los Angeles, California, the City of Angels, and I guess also Dorks. If you're a fan of Dungeons & Dragons or Dragon Friends, it'll be a chance to meet us. We're going to be doing uh, games, playing content, making things, and you can catch all the action live because you can bypass us to the event or on twitch.tv slash dnd. Did I say making things, doing content? Whatever. It'll be a hoot. Come along. We have a crew. We joyfully join the fray. No daring do we wouldn't pursue, but thinking it through, that isn't the dragon way. It is a time of celebration in the town of Daggerford, a wedding between the Merceval and Skidders families, and yet already the scent of ruin is in the air. Three days of feasting have resulted in a bridal waltz in a grim, deathly pallor. The guests frozen in a rictus grin, swaying in a breeze that never comes. The sound of a fiddle's bow (laughs) scratching what... You just really lent heavy on the word comes there. I did not. Audience well, did well, it. Why are we... Why are we 100%, yeah, 100%. The sound of a fiddle's bow scratching time and time again against the same strings of a fiddle and the sound raising the tension in the way of a good Alfred Hitchcock score, I suppose, <laughs> as the dragon friends stand at the doorway of a bridal party doomed... To have more fun than before. <laughs> Fiddle, strike up a jig. The Dukes of Daggerford have arrived. <laughs> Y'all ready for this? <laughs> they learnt that in Future Tokyo. Yep. Which was the national anthem. <laughs> we, never, we never mentioned it, but it was. All right. There is nothing more awkward and sad. Now everybody rise for the national anthem. <laughs> okay, so. Yeah, there is nothing more awkward than three ducal um, emissaries self-hyping themselves into a room full of frozen people. But you manage it as you make your way into the room. And only as you approach the deathly frozen bride and groom, does your confidence best on begin to wane? Come on, guys. As you feel that perhaps they might not indeed be ready for this. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I know it's day three, but there's one more day to go, so let's push on. I am the second wind. Uh, Dave, can I ask, when you say frozen, do you mean like literally frozen? Or not, sorry, there's no movement at all? No, well, there's clearly, as I said, they're they're swaying backwards and forwards. In fact, the fiddle player is just playing the same note again and again. And they all seem sort of, their joints have been frozen. They're locked in kind of a rictus grimace, their faces, and they're all staring in the center of the room where the bride and the groom hold each other and they're just swaying. Now, is this, like... Uh, Phil wanted to know before if this was a cultural thing at all. Do we know this is some bad juju or... Are you asking if you've ever been to a wedding where everybody stops for an hour and stares at each other? Yeah, I don't know. It's fantasy, Dave. It could be Make a, a religion check. Oh. <laughs> this is why I skipped your wedding, Dave. No! Uh, that's a three. No! <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so, so, so we don't it's know? It's weird. Okay. Oh... Right. <laughs> Are you trying to turn your bwam 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 into a yawn? <laughs> yeah. Into a, uh, in, into but a, you have danced your few, way into the centre of the room and now the little emissary who is a little man by the name of Butterworth um, comes in behind you. Uh, a toast to the bride and hello. Now this isn't a cultural thing, is it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the same thing too but it turns out no, it's actually bad juju. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Uh, okay, everybody. Look, you've, you've booked the hall till midnight, so um, you're going to have to get a move on, I think. <laughs> 
Somebody do something. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, okay, so Lion Shield is going to step forward and he's going to... There's an opportunity to try and prove himself to yep. his new masters. His, what do you mean his new masters? Well, the new... The new, new he dudes. said it. Because he's... Sta- <laughs> he, well, cause he's sta- his new uh, landlords, I guess. Oh, because he's because you stay in the castle. Sta- yeah, because I'm, yeah, I'm living in the castle. I'm going to use a cantrip. Uh, and I got... To, uh, see... Dungeons and Dragons is so much easier when you get to make your own fucking characters. I've chosen the cantrip, uh, like shocking, shocking grass. Okay. So what I'm going to do is, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go up to the fiddle player. Do you hear that noise? <laughs> uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, what I'm going to do is assault someone. <laughs> no, I'm going to go up to the. I'm, uh, yep, you're going to go it's, up. It's like a, I imagine. I haven't read up on it, but I imagine it's like a. <laughs> so a, much easier. A. a a buzzy handshake. Do you know what I mean? You know, you know, you know, like like a you know, fun you know, buzzer, like a, like a like a trick buzzer. Yeah, what? It, it, yeah, it's like a fun buzzer that kills people. Does it actually kill people? It does. Yes. Yes. It's lightning on your hands. It's more fun. You will discover if you let Hing live with the folly of his own mistakes. <laughs> I reckon. I reckon. I'm like. I'm like a. I'm like a. I'm a hundred years old. I what I level I are you? It. I am level. Oh fuck. <laughs> Wait, let me see that. Let me see that again. Oh, no, it's the default. No, I forgot to... Hang on, let me see. (laughs) (laughs) No, because when you (laughs) acted on his own petard. Yep, you are a level one artificer. (laughs) David, what would you say this adventure that you've designed is... Challenge rating seven. (laughs) Um, This is great. Cast your feeble little spell. (laughs) Phil says, this is going to be good, guys. And we all watch expectantly. Uh, so I'm going to walk up to the fiddle player. Yes. And I am going to cast Shocking Grasp. Uh, so it's it's a it's an I think it's an attack roll with a plus four. Yep. Um, and I use my okay. instantaneous verbal somatic reaction. Uh, well, actually, it's it's fifteen plus four. So what's the what's the what's no, the? That's what you rolled to make your attack. So it hits. Now roll one d eight. Lightning springs from your hand to deliver a shock. To a creature you tried to touch. Make a melee spell attack, yada, 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 yada. I, On a I, hit. I rolled a six. 1d8 lightning damage. Okay, you do six damage, which is for a common level zero person enough, so you kill the fiddle player. No, <laughs> no, 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 I wanted to be clear though. I, want, I wanted to control. He collapses in a heap. No, Dave, I was And really the music clear. stops. So, sorry, what, what you... <laughs> you feel like a big man. No! I feel like I was really clear about this. I wanted to, I wanted to like... Oh, you wanted to do non-fatal electric damage. (laughs) Tom has walked off the stage. Tom, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to kill you, dude. No, I I wanted to just like, like shock the fiddle player to wake him up. Yeah, you can shake someone with a gun and be like, I wanted to make him smarter, but like... (laughs) Now, I would remind you, dragon friends, that you don't know this man. Um, but the, this but in a way, don't we? <laughs> this inventor of poultry amusements, this, um, this feeble conjurer of mechanical delights, walks up, looks at the fiddle player, and then... And it, artificer magic, by the way, is also an interesting thing about artificers that I read in the break, is that their magic is created by machinery. So he actually looks and he slips he on... A f- a so he did have a fun buzzer on his hand. He slips on a glove that has a kind of armature over it with wicked talons on his fingers and he tests it. He puts his fingers together and they spark and then he makes eye contact with a fiddle player and he puts his hand on the shoulder and electrocutes him to death. And this is all done not with like... like it does, it's, it's weirdly cold. It's really like, hmm... Interesting. And then he, <laughs> he makes some notes and he turns around looking at you for, I assume, approval. <laughs> you, you have to believe me, this is quite a mistake. I did not mean to kill this poor person. I just meant to shock them out of the trance they were in. I, 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 look, I, I know some other spells. Maybe I can try and fix him up again. Uh, hey, 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 Banksy. I know cure wounds. Hey, 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 Let hey, me hey, try hey, 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 prove hey, myself. Hey, hey, hey. This should be really awful and shocking. But but, 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 this kind of just feels like normal now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, why no. do me feel like me home? <laughs> I want to be very clear. I did not mean to kill this poor Hey, boy. hey, hey, it's cool. No, it's not. No, 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 it's no, no, not no, no, no. cool. Who are you people?
that's amazing. Like at this point, they're like, "Oh, you didn't. That is a bonus." <laughs> what do you, you mean? Didn't mean? It's to not okay. This poor fiddle player. The fiddle is the most beautiful instrument note. Uh, no, all it's Daggerford. It seems like you take you're it? getting more wild, and I you're gesticulating like you're wildly, and you're still wearing the armature on your hands. So make a dexterity check for me. Oh. <laughs> okay, you kill another one of the band. <laughs> Yes. I'm a good man. I'm a good man. I'm gonna. I swear it. Baston is following, and he's, he's thinking. Baston thinking. Yes, of course. The evil magic is probably coming from the band. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna fly kick someone in the band. <laughs> following Lionheart's lead. Well, the lead. fiddle player is dead. The harpist is dead. You rolled a three. I rolled a three, so I just kind of fly through the band. <laughs> Yeah, you fly through a harp. <laughs> fly through a harp. And I then land on the harp. stage and you kind of look like part of the band. There's, <laughs> there's not enough levels of monk in the world to make you manage to do a fly kick. <laughs> uh, you, you, you fly, you do a kick and you perfectly execute it and you land on the other side of the plinth they're standing on. Do I land it? Yes, and now you can make it look like you meant to do that. <laughs> All right. Do I need to roll? We need to explain why you just kicked air. Um, I'll be like, ha! Be gone, evil spirits. <laughs> I is, think I got one. Is LaCroix Le- Le- there? I can't remember. No, he's not there. You know, Butterworth is there. Oh, that's right. Okay. Did anything happen um, to the... Like, did that affect the people dancing? or affected two people who died. <laughs> and their families. <laughs> but that's down the track. But can I see anything? Uh, has that anything changed? The people are still dancing? No, no, they're all still swaying. And Butterworth um, says to a, um, a little boy behind him and he says, summon the priests and a little boy runs and starts ringing a bell on a rope. Mm. So the violin music has stopped yeah, but, but everyone is still swaying and yeah. in a trance. And now there's a bell ringing as, this, as, they, as Butterworth tries to summon help. Mm. I'm going to do an investigation check. Okay. Uh, that's an 18. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, you investigate the room. It was obviously like everyone by their untidiness. This is one of these huge Daggerford three-day weddings. This is with the culmination of it. This was the bridal waltz. You can see that the priest of Taimora was there. This was the crux of the ceremony. And you notice something else as well, which is that the floral arrangement through the room is incredibly consistent. Rather than like a mix of flowers, there are these kind of bright purple flowers in all the arrangements, and they're also in the buttonholes of the full bridal party or as corsages on their wrists. They're all wearing these bright purple flowers. I give that a big old sniff. <laughs> okay, make for me a willpower saving throw. You need to be 15. One. <laughs> That's a one. Uno. That is a critical oh. fail. Filch walks forward before Ooh, Baby can say anything. Don't these look like dainty little beauties? <laughs> and she takes a big old sniff and she keeps sniffing. And she begins to rock backwards and forwards, her body locked leaning down, smelling the flowers. And at that moment, the bell ringing ceases and you hear a voice say, we'll take it from here. And you turn around and Father Drakenwald is there with two priests of Ilmata in white orderly robes and in custom with their vows of silence, white sashes over their mouths. Father Jebediah? Father Jebediah Drakenwald. Okay. Okay, everybody everybody, cover your mouths right now. But Sorry. If you, if, wait, wait. Everybody, cover your mouths. Stay away from the flowers. And Bobby uses his um, legitimate, his fancy invisible hand yep, the, to start collecting the flowers in a pile. Do you use mage hand? Yeah, mage hand. Yep, great. Um, so you take it and you push the flowers I into push the corner of the room. All the flowers into a corner of a room. Yeah, it's Bra- it's Brackenvald, not Drakenvald, by the way. Mm-hmm. If anyone was going to give me any shit about that, right. <laughs> looked at my notes. I was wrong. I found it before you did. I'm golden. <laughs> Winner. You really have internalised the bullying. It's not, <laughs> not um, fun when you hit yourself. <laughs> Father, I'm sorry to interrupt you there, but... It's uh, Brackenwald! <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank sorry, to be clear, did you come to a wedding before going to the asylum? <laughs> Why are you here? Look, can I do? Can I... Am I just... Can I, I talk? I, or can I, am I absorbing any of this? You failed your save and you are now paralysed. All right, I need to talk to all the guests. What's going on? I've been summoned here. You, bride and groom, what's going on? You, Duke, what's going on? Why are there two musicians passed out on the ground? <laughs> <laughs> ah! 
It is the rock style lifestyle. <laughs> Did you say it is the rock style lifestyle? Yes. <laughs> and it slowly starts to dawn on this man that something is very, very, very wrong. Has he seen this before? I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Jebediah. This is what happened. We came in here. There was no vibe. It sucked. <laughs> it was an awful party. And then uh, young, uh, young banknote over here got a good idea in his head, started dispelling the evil, and then the duke in her magnificent excellence sniffed a flower and uncovered that, in fact, all of these people have been sniffing flowers, and that's why the vibe was dead. <laughs> he says... Mordecai, take a sample of the flowers. And Mordecai, one of the sachet um, orderlies, goes and takes out a glass vial and he grabs some of the flower and he corks it in it. And he says, they will all have to be remanded to Old Hill Sanatorium. This is what I'm talking about. We're full to bursting and now an entire wedding party catatonic in my quarters. Yes, I'll have to go in my quarters. <laughs> That's where I live. But there's no room for me anymore, so they're living in my ba- bathroom and in my sitting room, and that man will have to... I'll put a lamp on him, and <laughs> those two I'll put on as a rug, and I'm just working it out spatially in my head. It's going to be a disaster, but this is what I'm talking about. Strange doings. Right. Oh, Dave, um, Bobby gets um, one of the flowers and sort of wraps it in a, a piece of cloth and just... Keeps it for later. Okay, great. So you take some, being careful not to smell it. Yes. And mm. you wrap it in uh, cheesecloth, which you from your rations. Probably a bit of leather or something. Like um, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, where do you get the leather from? I just rip it off my pants. <laughs> <laughs> which bit? Yeah, which bit? We're talking cuff or butt. I, um, I cut off one of the pockets so that oh. I still have a full butt <laughs> covered in pant. And I have the pocket and I... Was wearing leather pants, in case you didn't realise. And the best bit about this is your cheese is still happily covered. Well, um, the thing is, Dave, cheesecloth is full of holes, so it but it been smells of cheese. It would ca- It doesn't matter. That's not what cheesecloth is. Why did you cut off your pocket and wrap the flour in it, and not just put the flour in your pocket? Ah, <laughs> undone. Because if I took it out of my pocket, a bit of the flour could like come off and land in my nose. <laughs> so are you putting? Where are you putting? <laughs> he goes to put, put it where his pocket was and it falls to the ground. You, Lion Shield Steampunk, do you have any little vials or anything? <laughs> what? I have a thousand, a thousand ball bearings and an anti-matter rifle. I just need a small... Yeah, and how many hit points? Oh, look. It appears I have eight. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no. I, I realise at this point that you've all now been in the room full of the poison for a while, so everybody make for me... I told everyone to cover their mouths. did all the one part, so maybe... Give but he's talking very loudly. That's so. true. Yes, but I've got... It, it's from behind my arm, don't you see? I can yell through an arm! All right. Uh, can, I ask it, can I ask an out-of-character question? Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would hate for you to break the magical artifice of the game, but go on. I Look, I need to work out what I'm going to do with these two dead musicians. Uh, because, I know, no, I've changed, everyone. <laughs> and I don't, I, don't, I don't want blood on my hands, because I'm good now, Dave. I'm a good boy. He says, standing over the bodies of two innocent men. Uh, you know we saw you play, Frizo. You don't get to just make a new character and then the sins of your past are forgiven. I feel like, like the seasons of Dragon Friends will one day be taught in like a psych class. <laughs> the unravelling you of my You have definitely audience. said that before on this podcast. Um, no, no, I, I, look, I, I, I want to be good. So I, I could cast uh, cure wounds on these people, but I also realise these I have dead people. Yes. Well, no, they're, they're sort of they're dead. they look dead to me. <laughs> that one fell and hit his head real bad. That one's neck is in a strange angle. Okay, so 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 given that they're definitely dead, then we've 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 moved past the you possibility that I can save them. You do have a shovel. <laughs> so you could take them home to their families. Now, I, 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 okay, a couple of things. A couple of things I want to know. <laughs> I have a bag of holding. 
How many bodies can? How many bodies? How can many bodies fit? can fit in the bag? You can fit two. I mean, you keep putting them in there. I'll tell you when it's full. I'm gonna put those. I'm gonna put the bodies in the bag of holding. Okay. And and then. Yep. I, I, the other thing I want to know is I've I've got here next to my level. In one. front of the priest. <laughs> Three priests. Wait, what? They, they worried I'm 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 muscling in on their turf, the funeral turf. God, oh, oh. What, what I want to know is, though, Dave, next to level one uh, artificer, I've written... Uh, What's your strength? Uh, ooh, minus one. You're going to need some help. So eight. Okay. But uh, it, it says I've got zero experience points, so I imagine I need to collect experience points to level up, and I don't want to be level one anymore. It's 300 experience points to get to level two. Okay, so how many experience points do I get for killing two commoners? <laughs> good... I, w- I was going to do this on milestone achievement, but I, I'm interested to see where this goes. <laughs> So I'm going to say you get 30 points, 15 each. each. each? 15 experience points for a commoner. We right. learn we from are, our mistakes, We are don't 10% we? of the way there. <laughs> hey, By these calculations, hey, I only yeah. need to kill 18 more commoners, and we're, we're on our way to level two. That was one episode and a quarter mm. before he started working out how many people he needed to kill. <laughs> but you've changed. That's right, you're good now. I wanted to, I made very clear it was, it was meant to be a non-lethal... Oh, fuck! In the right. name of science. Would, any, would anyone... Ha-ha-ha! <laughs> 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 uh, Dukes of Daggerford, it appears I found myself in something of a pickle. I would like to store these bodies inside this very innocent bag for he research. He says, feebly grasping at the collars, but trying to drag them into like, what seems to you to be a mundane Hessian bag. <laughs> but also, like, nobody is paying attention to you anymore. Like, you could have just left them there to rot. Um, no, I just, I, I go, Bobby goes over to Filge and sort of prizes open her hand and takes the coin and just goes over and says, It's fine. <laughs> Unfortunately, I do need some help getting them into the bag. So, who's the strongest no, among you? Listen to we what he found just said. that the best way to deal with these things is to just walk away, not take. <laughs> don't take I, the evidence with you. Are you sure? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, the body, yeah. the body, the body in its complete form is too heavy for you to move into the bag. Okay. People, will, people will think it's plague. Plague yeah. kills a lot of people. A lot of people. Okay. Electricity uh, plague. Uh, <laughs> You know, Lightning I, strike. I'll just take off the shirt where I touched him and put that in the bag then. So you, you know? start to strip the bodies down. Well, he's dead, isn't no, he? No, this is... Okay, that, don't do that, though. No. <laughs> no was, all right. Okay. Um, uh, so let's... Uh, here, help me load uh, the former Duke into already, the Already, in fact, already the orderlies that came with Father Brackenvald are... They have a don- two donkeys with carts, and they are sort of picking up the guests one by one and loading them into the carts. And you already see two of them just pick up Filge with sort of... Hey, wait a minute. That's a duke. Yeah, dude. Oh, they put on, they've got they put on fancy gloves and then pick up... <laughs> That's <laughs> better. Put, uh, Remember, they've taken vows of silence, so only Brackenvald will talk. To uh, load her into the, into the palanquin. We're going to treat her at the castle. I don't have my equipment at the castle. Well, you'll bring it to the castle. Isn't that right, Duke? Yeah, bitch. <laughs> if you don't want to bring it, you could, we could shake on it, perhaps. <laughs> um, with the greatest of respect, if I am to treat the Duke at the castle, could I perhaps maybe bring some of my uh, other patients, including the uh, wedding guests, to the castle as well? Now, you do have the dungeons underneath the castle. I drew you a map of the castle. So you, there's Ooh. some space. And there's also the guest bedrooms. But I imagine you guys want to take them. Yeah. Ooh. Is the castle on... Is, which, which is close? The castle or the asylum? The castle is in town. The asylum is just outside okay. of town. Well, yeah. Let's go to the castle. All right. So he makes... He whispers some information to his men. And the donkeys take off at a trundle and head up to the castle. And the palanquin skips along after. And the three of you... Um, with Filge in the palanquin, make your way up the drawbridge, past the guards, and soon lay her down on the floors of the dungeon at the bottom basement level of the castle, where already Brackenwald has cleared out, uh, cleared a table, and allow has his men place Filge on the table uh, while he instructs that other patients that they had with them to be locked into the various cells. Just quickly, are there any other prisoners in the dungeon? No, the dungeons are mostly empty. Um, the jailer was sadly killed by uh, three entertainers two and a half years ago, and they're all. Is there like a, a, a cafe? 
a Kathy yeah, comic like pinned to the wall. It's really sweet. There's a plaque. Everybody signed it. Yeah. To, to Barry Swift features um, still in our memories and then just in inverted commas it just says ack. Um, it was very sad because he was, he was murdered for no reason. Yeah. Unnecessarily, many would say. Yeah. Um, so You're ba- writing that down in? <laughs> no, he's scrawling 300 in dark texter <laughs> over and over again in a sort of manic sort of script. I want you to know that me as Michael Hang, I've been going to therapy recently, and my therapist said it's important to have goals. <laughs> <laughs> um, Baston asks uh, Brackenwild. Yep. Um, so, are all of the people in your asylum sanatorium catatonic like this? Absolutely not. This is the first I've seen of something like this. Oh, so this is a different... That this is The different. madness that is plaguing my asylum takes many forms. No uniformity, but I haven't seen anything like this before. Because I'm no scientist, but I which, was which, once... Oh, I was just going to ask, uh, which forms? What? What? You said there were many forms. Uh, could you name, I don't know, seven? <laughs> <laughs> you, you of get... course, as a matter of science, I'd be happy to uh, enumerate the forms of madness uh, to seven, uh, certainly. Um, Allow us to happily count for you. <laughs> One, uh, hairy brain. <laughs> two? Two. Uh, two, suddenly speaks Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> Three. Does the language of Chinese exist in Waterdeep? Is it the equivalent of like Elvish or something? Or is it like... <laughs> Three! Uh, thinks, thinks they are a panther but are not. Four. Thinks they're not a panther but are. Five. Five. Bad mood. Just a bad mood. <laughs> That's a real nasty boy. Six. Six. Backwards guy. <laughs> and seven, the glimmering. If I'm honest, the glimmering is probably making up about 90% of the new arrivals. But a backwards guy, he eats with his butt. <laughs> huh. Or... All of those. You notice that as he says the glimmering, <laughs> as he says the glimmering, all of the orderlies around him look down at the air and then um, triple cross themselves with the sign of Ilmata. Yes, all, all of those seemed quite self-explanatory, <laughs> except for this glimmering. Well, <laughs> are you sure you don't want me to talk more about the backwards side? <laughs> Question: Where does if if he eats if the backwards guy <laughs> eats with the his glimmering? Butt. He explains. So, I'm gonna. Is a relatively. Does he none eat? of you get to talk? <laughs> the glimmering is a relatively recent affliction, uh, one that Brackenwald suspects has been increased um, in its occurrence by the proximity with an ancient celestial celestial um, alignment that is about to occur in eight days called the celestial convergence. And mm-hmm. under this, centri- this sign that occurs once every hundred years, more and more people seem to be afflicted by the symptoms that are referred to collectively as the glimmering. I'm of- writing a paper about it. You can read it at the university. But, uh, yeah, it's a form of mania in many ways. You should- <laughs> My you- library card still works there even though I'm not enrolled. <laughs> <laughs> the glimmering... The the main symptoms of the glimmering is a hyper-focus on certain catchphrases, catechisms, and dogmas, and it is an affliction that um, is the artistic and hypersensitive are particularly susceptible to. And patients, the glimmering did not exist in Daggerford until a few weeks ago, but more and more patients are being admitted to the Old Hill Sanatorium and... They make up, as he says, about 90% of the cases that he is currently dealing with. And mm-hmm. that's why his caseload is so heavy. Does it, does it match the flower thing? or is it? No, it's different. different as well. That's different as well, okay. 
When uh, when is this celestial? Uh, n- eight days. Eight, eight days. days hence. And what what will it? Uh, is it like a eclipse or? Look, a I don't really go in for this theory. It's sort of like people say that oh, children act up on a full moon. But uh, look, I, it's I, perfectly I, harmless astrological phenomenon. Sounds okay. like your Mercury's in retrograde. <laughs> and tell me, when he eats with his butt, does he use a knife and fork or? <laughs> Well, I'm also writing a paper about... I want to know where the vomit comes out of. Would it be worse to shit out your mouth or to vomit out your ass? What does everyone think? Does he eat eat shit with his butt or food with his butt? (laughs) Sometime later. Make some... um, a, a, few hour, a few hours pass. Uh, it, it goes night, and you guys retire to the various bedrooms. Who's taking the ducal bedroom, by the way? Well, I've got the ducal coin. So. All right, so you're taking oh. it. Do I have, a, I have a room? Do you I have, have a private guest room. You can take one of the guest rooms. Dibs on the tower. That night, can you take for me quickly another, um, this time a constitution saving throw, Filge? Oh, yes. 19. Um, yeah. All right, so you're, um, you wake up with a start, and you find yourselves in the dungeon of Daggerford on a slab, and a masked priest of Ilmatus looks at you with a start and backs away. I punch him in the face! <laughs> Alright. Alright, make an attack. Yep. Oh, that's a two. <laughs> so I swing it and a miss? Yeah, you, sw- you clock yourself and... But he gets up with a start and he backs off and sort of flees the room and you're by yourself. How am I feeling? Am I Groggy, feeling... Groggy, angry, a little bit rage-filled, maybe? Gassy. <laughs> But your head also, you have this cloying sensation of a taste that is somewhere between garlic and aluminum. (laughs) Ah. Um, Me must have made a curry when me passed out. Uh, Me got to find the the other dukes. (laughs) The three dukes. So you rush upstairs um, and you make your way, you sort of stumble up the great stair into the hallway and start bashing on the doors. Yeah, Bobby! Baston! Okay, it's the middle of the night, so you guys all emerge in your night clothes. Bobby's screaming because he has night terrors. Because oh! he was dead. <laughs> in space. <laughs> in space. Uh, yeah, and I, and I see him, and I, I, uh, I, I run up to him, and I go, What happened? Did you have the bad curry too? I, come to think of it, I haven't eaten since I've been here. <laughs> Brackenwald emerges out of one of the guest rooms as well, which he's obviously taken for himself and commandeered as a kind of study. And he goes, remarkable. An extraordinary metabolism. And he starts investigating Filch's vitals. Hey. <laughs> it- I'm going to all good drink first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's, it, what's he doing? What does that mean? I'm looking, checking on your pulse, looking in your eyes. Mm. Would, you, would you object to tell me if I took some of your blood? No, only if you give it back. <laughs> I, I can't do that. No, I don't. Uh, oh, it's you a joke. You give me some of yours. What? <laughs> <laughs> I think in these magical times, it's only, uh, it's only fair to have a, a, a yep. failsafe. Swap Sip for tat. Uh, okay. If he draws some of his blood, I've taken... Again, these are medieval times. So he takes, a, a wicked, he, he takes out a, a blade, holds it over one of the torches nearby. Um, f- sort of in fire, he sort of cleans the blade. And then he draws a line on his wrist while one of his orderlies <laughs> <He bleeds> out. <laughs> holds a silver ball underneath it until he's collected a ball of his own blood and then he gestures for your arm, Filge. Um, okay, I, I give him my arm. And he, you take three hit points of damage because he, he draws some of your blood and it pour, it's collected by another orderly in a bowl and he says, I must take this back to the sanatorium to study. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And I would like it very much if you would come with me. You already got my blood. Yes, but of course, I I need to see how you recover. I I, I have several other tests. It's remarkable. 
The, the, the other wedding guests are still in, in, in state of such catatonia that you wouldn't believe. Well, you would. It's just how they were. <laughs> You've seen it. It's just yeah. nothing. I have, no sp- I have no space for the rest of the wedding guests, and I'm very grateful indeed to the three dukes. Is it? Is that, is that the new system of government? Yes. yes. I'm very grateful that you are housing the rest of the guests, but if we are to wake them up, I'm going to need the tools and support of the sanatorium. Well, Okay. okay. All right, and I give him an arpeggio. I'm sorry, what? That's a sort of music thing, right? <laughs> I give him one of the coffee pods. <laughs> My final coffee pod. I you have one left. That's your semi, what? your penultimate um, coffee pod. You're right. Your, your, uh, I go, this should do the trick. That one is Cappuccino Dream. For, to do what? This money f- to, for you to build a uh, sanatorium on, on new Old Hill. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's not what I... That's not even close to what I asked you to just do. <laughs> Are you? Oh, you're still coming out of your... your did anyone... Did, weren't you bitching about money before? <laughs> yes, of course. Always, always the project can, can have more funds, but I need you to come with me to the asylum. <laughs> okay, if you shut up, I'll come with you. In the middle of the night, all of the uh, villages and townspeople of Daggerford are fast asleep as you make your way through the caravan quarter, through the money quarter, towards the temple of Ilmata, cross through the caravan gates and out up the hills towards the old hill sanatorium. In the night, there is no one to waylay you or stop you. You wait for no one, and soon you make your way to a tall Gothic building with two impassive silent priests of Ilmata, orderlies again in their white robes and sashes, standing impassive with torches at the doorway, Brackenvale gestures, and they open the great oaken doors, and he surges into the building with you in his wake and heads quickly down a corridor and down low steps into the sub-basements underneath the house as you pass cell after cell, all barred and gated. You see wretched figures in filthy robes lying, trying to find what pitiful measures of sleep are afforded to those afflicted by the glimmering as he makes his way into his laboratory. In one cage you see um, a man um, (laughs) hunched over like a leopard. Fuck you. And in another cage you see a leopard uh, sitting at a desk, reading a book. You see a man who is talking in a language you don't recognize. <laughs> Elsewhere, a man is eating, but not as you know it. <laughs> Did he hold the knife and fork in his feet? That's what I want to know. He's shrouded in darkness, you cannot see. And as Brackenvale makes his way past these men, he finds us into his sterile lab where he strikes, and the sulfur burns your noses as he strikes a match and lights three lanterns, all of them hooded, focused on a single metallic plinth, and he beckons you, Phil, to lie down on it. How much blood... Hello! How much blood does he spill from the cup? He's holding it very carefully, none. Wow. Phil just asked for a pillow and nobody's... Pillow for the Duke! Uh, Actually, Bobby's the Duke now. I give her back the coin. (laughs) Pillow for the Duke! No, 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 fair's fair. Okay. Okay, could someone get Bobby a pillow? (laughs) Three. Wait, okay, one, two, three. One, one two, two, three. Amazing audio content. Uh, <laughs> Simon just played rock and uh, Alex just played scissors. Oh, <laughs> no, fair's fair, no pillow for so all of And yet while Brackenvald examines Filge... I'll take that pillow, though. But, but Bobby, you're standing in the corner of the room next On to the pillow. corridor. And at that moment, suddenly you feel a tug at your jerkin. It's lower back pain. (laughs) A jerkin, by the way, is like a shirt. I know what a jerkin is. It's just a funny word, right? Second base, it's fine. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And you hear a voice. And you suddenly realize that there's a hand, a bony hand, pulling at you from a cell, one of the the closest cells of the corridor. You! Half man. You've been touched by her, haven't you? I can feel it, I can sense it. In you. Touched by who? You've been touched by her. Who? You stand not in this world, not in her world. Are you but talking in about that old lady worlds. I had sex with? <laughs> Maybe. I was touched by her a number of times. <laughs> Stop bragging to everyone you mean. Yeah. Now her world is part of you, the favor of the lost city. It is in you. 
And he keeps grabbing at you. Like, right, okay, okay. He's clawing at you. I, I slap his hand away. Ow! He says. <laughs> Ow! Owie! Why would you do that? <laughs> Who are you? What, what are you... What are you talking about? Ha ha ha! They call me Simple Tom, but they not know that I am slightly smarter than Simple. <laughs> you! Give me two numbers! <laughs> Three. Rackenbald notices this conversation. He says Thomas Smedley. Inducted this, um, admitted to this academy just three nights ago, a most tragic case. Be not so handsy with the Duke Smedley. <laughs> a thousand apologies. Ha ha ha! Two and four. He backs away. He seems Both to, numbers. He, he, visibly <laughs> <laughs> he visibly wilts in the shadow of Brackenveld. He's clearly terrified of him, and he sort of crawls back into the corner of the room. Don't make, don't let him broken pod me, and and I just have dreams, such wonderful dreams of colours and her and the lost city. Ha ha. Mm. Also, I have a dream of my old PE teacher. They can't all be relevant to the narrative. (laughs) (laughs) And I turn up, and it's time to play volleyball. (laughs) But all I have is a ruler. (laughs) (laughs) Brackenbald looks at you, and he goes, "The glimmering, a classic case." Thomas Smedley. Four nights ago, a most promising artist in this town, he, used to, um, he spent his time painting our gardens, which are a most remarkable beauty. And now he's cuckoo <laughs> We don't like to use that phrase. <laughs> um, this, uh, is, this is the glimmering, a typical case. Wait, you say he painted the gardens? He was a, he was a painter, yes. Hmm. A brilliant one. Where are these? Where can these murals be seen? Are they of merit artistically? <laughs> in in your opinion, they bring him some comfort, so we have left them in there with him. Oh, you've got them in there with you, Smedley? Ha! Oh, yes, my 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 idle my idle hands. Ha 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 ha. Well, uh, do you need a professional curator, or do you think you could have a little showing? <laughs> no, of course. Please come see my work. I've been busy, 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 busy as a bee buzz. Brackenbart <laughs> looks at you curiously. He says, I, I can't admit to you, but we cannot let him out. You must understand. Unlock the door. Get. I will not let him out. I the will Duke let you, proclaims I will let you it. In. I will go in. If you unlock the door, I'll do some stabbing. Brackenbart <laughs> <laughs> indicates to one of his Ilmartian coterie, and they pull out a heavy... Um, key and they open the doors and a hooded um, orderly of Ilmata beckons you into the room that is shrouded in darkness. At the last moment he pulls from a sconce in the wall a torch and offers it to you for the room is shrouded in darkness. Aha, it happened, didn't it? It happened, it happened as they said it would. It already happened. Ha ha! I'm gonna, Baston's gonna go in to guard the Duke. Which is, which is Bobby? Yeah, Yeah, which is Bobby right now. So I'm looking at these paintings. What do I see? So you walk into the room holding the torch, and as you do, the room is slowly illuminated. And one thing you immediately realize is that the room is empty. These, these, area, these, these chambers are barbaric, but scratched into the wall with food and with whatever he could find. Um, what little furniture was in the room, he smashed and turned into implements to scratch in the wall again and again is a symbol, a seven-pronged um, star that seems almost like a knot or some kind of... Um, s- broken point of light and above this symbol repeated again and again in the wall are words that say in the common tongue the lovers will rise the waltz will begin the world will end in seven days is that from now when did you write this (laughs) (laughs) this is my newest work you see it's my brand new Baby. So would you say the word will end seven... And scattered on the floor, by the way, are landscapes of the surrounds of the old Hill Sanatorium, and they've all been ripped to shreds, like a, as if by an artist no longer satisfied by his old work. Yeah, and, uh, and, and uh, the, the father is like, I'm so sorry I didn't know he'd be sure. I thought you were going to see some nice landscapes. <laughs> this is not in keeping with bad man. Uh, so seven days including today, or... <laughs> When should we expect this? I can smell her on you. Thomas. And he's looking at you. He's ignoring Baston as if he means nothing to him. And he's st- he, since you have entered the room, Bobby, his eyes have never left your eyes. Thomas, I am your lord, liege, duke. Where were you painting the gardens? 
I only serve one, I serve the city. Her streets will rise again, her buildings shimmering in the day. Again, I have some other non uh, germane things. Once I dreamt I had teeth made of hands. <laughs> oh, I've, I've had that one too. Oh, I think it means uh, that you're scared that your teeth will become hands. <laughs> Brackenbaugh looks and he says he was a chartered painter uh, from the city, from Waterdeep. He has come here on commission. He, is, um, he kept simple lodgings at the decorated man. He worked day and night uh, for William Ascot of the Painters and Perfumers Guild. But it's happened, hasn't it? It's come to pass. The lovers have risen. The waltz has stopped. The world is going to end. Ha ha! Well, it's been nice to meet you. <laughs> Lock him up. You walk out again and the El Martin guard locks the door and... Didn't even get to stab anybody. <laughs> Drakenwald is, is again remarking at, the, at how remarkable the physiology of Filge is. Yes, look at my lovely butt. <laughs> it's good, once, isn't it? Once again, you did not need to take off your pants. <laughs> I was really just looking at your post, but this is incredible. Nobody has made a recovery like this. Have you? There must be something remarkable about you, I suppose. Mm, jukiness? No, I don't think it's jukiness. Uh. Have you, uh, have you uh, just a quick question now. Have you encountered any sort of interdimensional travel in the most recent time? Oh, yeah, me went to space, met God. <laughs> <laughs> you mean some, some such like that? <laughs> I'm putting it in the notes. <laughs> Uh, banknote. I'm not here. Oh, we didn't bring banknote? No. You, you, you uh, woke everyone up in the castle, but then said... <laughs> oh, <laughs> boy. Meanwhile, banknote, you wake up in the middle of the night and you go out for your cup of warm milk, as is your custom, and you discover for the first time the door to the Duke's bedroom is open. Ha ha ha! I'll do an investigation check. Dave, I've rolled a one. <laughs> you really and back to bed I go. <laughs> Meanwhile, in old in Old Hill Sanatorium, uh, Brackenwald is examining now the, uh, these flowers. And he says, "You say that these came from the bridal party?" Yes, that's right. Interesting. Yes. They smell very nice. No, don't smell them. Oh, God, she smelt them again. (laughs) Make a uh, willpower saving throw for me. One. (laughs) Oh, my God! (laughs) One. Ooh, you know. That was... It it went to nine... nine, Oh, one. Oh, my God. Um, You freeze (gasps) up again. And Brackenwald is so embarrassed... That he refuses to acknowledge it and keeps talking to Bobby. Look, it, it shouldn't be particularly hard to find the providence of these flowers. Uh, there's only so many people in Daggerford that could uh, produce such a bouquet. Uh, I haven't slept very much. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks at it and he goes, he goes, the interesting thing about these... This is Flosin lily. This is a not native to the region and a thoroughly unremarkable flower, one that you would not even need to write on your character sheet. It is so unremarkable. Flosin lily. It may be important. But this scent, this scent is not of the Flosin herb. This, Ooh. this is a dusty Alaska concoction. This is obviously some kind of perfume that has been sprayed on these flowers. The you flowers are unremarkable. Dusty Alaska? Ila- from Alaskan. Dusty Alaska, like a porn star name. Well, it, not native to the Sword Coast. Oh. Somebody uh, has created a perfume and sprayed these flowers with it. Its effects are fading, yet still it seems remarkably... Me, 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 me. <laughs> ...effective to certain souls, but otherwise, this seems to be the work of an airborne poison. Hmm. We should probably get this to our artificer. Yes, he may know things. Scurry, 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 and soon you make your way back to Daggerford Castle, where you see outside the open... No? Oh, no, whoa, 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 sorry. I was saying, outside the open door of the Duke's bedroom, riven with indecision, paralyzed with self-doubt, the figure 
of, I want to say, Sebastian Dollar Sign? <laughs> uh, no, Lion Shield Banknote. Dave? And I think you knew that deep down. I, so, <laughs> I really didn't. <laughs> real, real quick, are we just going to leave Filge asleep at the place? At the at sanatorium? Unfortunately, she is again paralyzed, and it will, she'll need a few more hours before she what about? Up. What if we tickle her? Just a it little. does nothing. I'm, oh. You rolled another one. I am powerless to... Even tickling could not wake her. Uh, you know what? I, think, I actually think uh, Lion Shield went back to bed, and I think he would probably still, uh, he'd still be in his room, I think. You just don't want to admit that you almost tried to steal from the Duke. <laughs> You're well, a coward, he, he Michael Hayne. He went back to bed. I think I, think I yeah, he went back to bed. <laughs> All right. And you're a coward. Um, He's back in bed and there's no evidence of his crime. So as, as Baston and Bobby walk th- back through the night again, down the hill from the spooky sanatorium, <laughs> um, Baston's like, so what's it like to be dead? Was it cool? Dude, it was not cool. No. If I shut my eyes for too long, I see profound... Emptiness. But was there like, um, like any, like a buffet or a. <laughs> no, no, no. Just like pure void. So empty that it was full. It's kind of hard to describe. Could you do, was it kind of cool? Like, could you fly or do backflips or anything? <laughs> it was like passing out drunk, face down in a well. Cool. I think I might be a little fucked up by it, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, okay. It sounds... Uh, well, look, if you need to talk, maybe think of someone who could be of more use than... I don't know really what to... I don't think I can help you with this. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, you have made your way to the castle. Um, are you going to wake up the artificer? Good chat. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wait, is he with us? <laughs> good chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bracken Viles has come with you. Um, it's like pro- professional you- psychologist here. <laughs> Father Sebastian <laughs> Brackenvald. Yeah. Jebediah? Jebediah. Jebediah. Um, so we, yeah, so let's go straight up and bust into um, Banknote's room. Where do you sleep in? Uh, the nude. Something, something to either hide or uh, <laughs> reveal or my very normal penis. <laughs> do, you, do you have the, like, um, aviation goggles and just a, like, mechanical cog necklace? Is that it? <laughs> Actually, I'm going to make the decision. You sleep in an oxygen tank. <laughs> <laughs> like an iron lung? Well, one of his own device. Oh, cool. Um, but it's like a room that he thinks gives him immortality. Is that fine? Are you happy with that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> wake up! The Duke is here! Are they, are they, what are you banging they, they, on the door? They're banging on the, the hood. All right. Um. <laughs> Don't come in! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing anything! <laughs> If I was, I would not need to be ashamed of it. Ha-ha! <laughs> what do you want? <clears throat> Your duke seeks an audience. All right, just give me a second. <laughs> a very normal amount of time elapses. <laughs> uh, and, and a fully clothed... <laughs> yeah, and the, 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 the north swings open, and uh, it takes me a while to get out of the old tank, doesn't it? As you can see, I sleep in that very normal. Okay, what did you need from me, the artificer? All right. We have this uh, sample of uh, dusty Alaska. Uh-huh. The flowers don't smell as they should. They've been perfumed. Can you tell us the source? Ah, now have you, you done an arcana check? You, have al- <laughs> you actually have alchemist tools. I saw that. So make for me with proficiency. So it's uh, plus five on yours. Make for me a DC 12 check. Uh, ooh. Three plus five With advantage. Because <laughs> the grogginess makes you smarter. Uh, well, I was, I was... Okay. Yeah, you are up. Uh, you have no idea what it is. <laughs> but what I can do is if this is... If, if, if this here flower is of non-magical origin, <laughs> I can perhaps magically tinker with it. <laughs> so is it... I, I, don't, I don't know. We, we, don't, we, know. Don't, we don't know. That's why you, we but also, here. like, what would that even do? <laughs> I'll show you! Why are you rolling more dice? <laughs> it is an arcana check. I have rolled a 10 plus 2, which is a 12. 
<laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> but can I tell if this flower, sweet as it is, perfumed as it may be, is of magical origin? Yes. All right. You know what? You can. Um, the what flower if it is not? Is it a, the flower is a lotion flower, completely non-magical. However, <laughs> a dusky Alaskan unguent. Magical in origin, it seems, has, um, has been imbued in it, some kind of tincture or perfume that is creating a magical smell about it that could only have been created by a master perfumer. Now. Well, I have some information for you. That they had, like, five minutes ago. <laughs> I... Well, the look, now, putting my cool Sherlock Holmes hat on, if I... Where is that man who we are boss around? <laughs> Need a new hat. Anyway, so, because I've been listening, <laughs> now it seems that, that uh, the guy with the glimmering, Smedley, was working for William Ascot, who's part of the Decorators and Painters Guild. Uh, and if anyone... D- am I on a red hair? I'm Tinctures, going to Pigments, and Perfumers Guild. Tinctures, Pigments, and Perfumers... If there's anyone who's going to know about Tinctures about unguents, it's going to be the head of the tinctures, pictures, and, and perfumes guild, William Ascot. Do you know of him, Banknote? Uh-huh. Do I? You know, you, you kind of flubbed the delivery there, but I'm going to give you a dice of inspiration. Yes, I'm inspired. <laughs> yes, um, William Ascot, the head of the tinctures, pigments, and perfumers guild, of Daggerford. Uh, Tinctures, and piglets, and permission. Oh, what? <laughs> um, he lives in a townhouse in the Money Quarter, and he... The, the Money f- Quarter? <laughs> That's, that is literally <laughs> law. And he's, um, he's a... Yes, he would, is the supplier of Thomas Smedley, the artist, but he's also the main perfumer of the town. Um, okay. Well, I, I, um, what I'm... What I'm I want to make this particular flower not poisonous for the time being because I think it's a risk right now do you mean if someone sniffs it again they could go into catatonic state right yeah I mean this could be achieved by putting it in the bin or something it in a pocket for example don't we need to take it to the yeah so we just put it in a jar if if he's going to look at it and (laughs) find out its provenance etc etc it probably needs to be intact which is fine I well the flower itself is non- I don't know how the science of smells works. Listen. But it appears listen. that the magic is linked to the scent of the flower. Correct. The perfume associated with it. Yes. Listen. So, if I we need someone strong-armed, <laughs> we need some muscle, we'll come to you. Okay. Let the big people do the thinking, yeah? Okay. What are you going to do? Well, it's what? It's it's late at night, is it not? Yes. We should... Uh, we should uh, it's the middle of the night. Yeah, we should wait yeah, until the morning Let's take time. a little nappy-poo, sleepy time... Have a hearty breakfast and head to the money quarter. Okay, everybody can get, take a, a hit die of healing. Uh, Do get I your, get that? Yeah, you're back. Yeah, you wake up again and you somehow make your way home. Um, you call it Uber and uh, fantasy Uber. And soon in the morning, you make your way down to William Ascot's townhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, in the money quarter where the gilded gentry, mostly from Waterdeep, um, buy and trade the likes of mortal men, you soon find yourself at an impressive brownstone townhouse, one of the only few in the town that is the home of the Ascot family. You are outside the doors. With, uh, did you come by yourselves? Did you bring your guards? Are you on your palanquin? Am I? Am I did no, I come? You're there. You're with us. Yes, 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 yes. <gasps> Where's Crawford? Yeah, where's Crawford my... died. <laughs> no! You killed no! Alcohol, no! alcohol poisoning. Yeah. Pelicans shouldn't drink. Well, I had a problem. <laughs> well, absolutely. He I was fun, but I felt like I had diminishing returns. <laughs> I feel like Crawford should absolutely be, stu- uh, be taxidermy. He is now, however, a mundane item, non-magical. <laughs> something to file away. And something that you, with your puny minus one modifier to strength, could definitely stuff in a bag of holding. <laughs> <gasps> oh, Filch has an idea. Yes. Maybe we not tell him we're dukes. Maybe we tell him we in the market for some poison flowers. Yes, excellent. You knock on the door? I billow my cloak <laughs> to look more evil. Mm. Okay, you knock on the door and soon um, the door actually, the moment you knock on it, it swings ajar. It is not even closed. 
<gasps> and the ro- and the hallway leading to stairs to the second level is empty. Echo! <laughs> you shout into the room, giving away any element of surprise. Okay. Echo, <laughs> echo. The room is surprisingly acoustic. Oh. Which is good because Baston operates on echo location. <laughs> <laughs> you going to head upstairs? Hello, some evil customers here. You make your way up the stairs and... You turn around, you go down a small hallway where you can see giant portraits of the Ascot family and you open two glass bay doors and they open into a perfumer's study. Small alchemical tables on the wall, small vials of different rare unguents everywhere and standing at a giant balcony in a window on the second floor above um, the city is a man looking out at the sky. I didn't plan a voice for him. I'm a stinky boy. <laughs> um. Why didn't you plan a voice for him? That's what he said. That's not good enough. <laughs> I'm a stinky boy. That's what I've always been called, a stinky boy. That's Below. why I got into perfuming. Below him, you can see the traffic um, now picking up steam. The, this is the main road through the money quarter, and there are like um, trolley carts heading left and right. Banknote. Announce us. Ha-ha! <laughs> Hello there! Do, well, did Vagner know this guy? Ascot, yeah. Yeah, he would. Ascot! It is I, Lion Shield Banknote. You might know me as a tinkerer of contraptions <laughs> and a distiller of the finest whiskies and most mediocre gin. He spins around and you can see that he's fingering between his fingers. <laughs> Go to hell. <laughs> A small flotion <laughs> tulip. A brilliantly blue small flotion tulip. You know the thing about flowers? Ha-ha! <laughs> I know a thing or two about flowers, but which one do you mean? So, so soft to the touch, so sweet to the nose. You, the big one. <laughs> Care to smell? Good, <laughs> <laughs> oh, mind if I do. Make a willpower saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> Eight! <laughs> it's a, it's what do you willpower say? What is it? Plus? I don't know. Which one's willpower? You're naturally wise. You know, that beats the feeble DC 10 that I had for this. So you almost go rictus and you recognize the paralytic symptoms and then you manage to pull yourself right. together. God, I'm gonna dance it off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she's. Uh, oh! Ask it! Why don't you give me a whiff of that delicate frog? <laughs> Please. Asuka looks at you and he's a sallow-faced, uh, surprisingly young man, yellow under his eyes and his fingers stained, um, as is typical to with his trade, almost black with the uh, chemical compounds that he works on. From one tinkerer to another, of course. Of course you can. I'm a stinky boy. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are. And look, I've seen this flower before. I know what it should do. But... How about I offer you a wager of sorts between gentlemen? He looks at you and he says, I know why you are here. If I can smell this flower and beat whatever test it is, you think I'll fail? You are, you are here, my okay, friends. Okay, nope. <laughs> yep. Because you seek to stop the work. And you think, in your folly, that you have found the one you seek. And he crushes the flower in his hand. And as he pulls it apart, the feathers fall to the floor. And he goes... Feathers? <laughs> a, a feather is... Magic! A, <laughs> a feather is a kind of petal. And the petals It fall. is absolutely not. <laughs> what a beautiful bouquet of birds. Hey, he dates a... What do you mean to do? Stop me. The order of the lamplighters has convened. The way is closed, but we are closing in. Seven gates hold the lost city at bay, but the lover's gate has opened last night. You think that you can stop me and my work? My work ended the moment the bride and groom took their fateful waltz. And with that, he holds his hands up and lets the last of the petals fall to his floor, and he says, you have no power over me. And when the time comes and Carcosa is born again, I shall be rewarded. 
in seven days this world ends and there is nothing you can do to stop the herald and he takes a step back and he falls into the traffic of the trolley cars below and is ripped asunder by the passage of horses horses they okay the horses are fine alex for the dragon friends have seen a suicide that seems though pyrrhic somehow triumphant although you have found the poisoner that you seek his work has already been done and time and time again you have been warned that in seven days something is coming something with the strength to tear this world apart the dragon friends have found their home at last but that home is imperiled and if nine worlds were not enough to hold them perhaps these seven days are enough to find a home that they can hold dear to their hearts protected from the damage of this lost city but what is this lost city that those afflicted by the glimmering talk about what of Brackenwald and his evil speechless priests and who is LaCroix that name seems Seems derivative and strangely reminiscent of California. For the answers to questions such as these, tune in to season five of Dragon Friends! The Dragon Friends are Alex Lee, Michael Hing, and Eden Lacey, and are DM'd by me, Dave Harmon, with NPC voices by Ben Jenkins. Our season's theme music was composed by Scott Edgar, performed by Tripod, and orchestrated and mixed by Austin Wintery with M.R. Miller. Shakira Khan designs our website and the podcast is mixed by Beth McMullen and recorded live at Giant Dwarf Theatre with music this episode by Tom Cardi. Bye! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.